When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy sunny Monday. It's a warm Rude. and gorgeous day outside Natural. in Minneapolis. Yes, Old and rainy indeed. and gray. I'm trying to fake it till I make it. Isn't that how you do it? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, let's start today's show the same way we start every show with the three things we think you need to know here to be in the know today. Wow, okay. How many knows? You know what I mean. It's no. the 3 and 12 of 3. No, I don't. Give me 3. Hi. Good morning. It's the 3. Happy Monday, everybody. At 12 of 3. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Uh, so, news over the weekend. This is uh, an interview that happened with Ted Turner on CBS Sunday morning. An interview with Ted Koppel where uh, where Ted Turner discloses that he is suffering from Lewy body dementia. This is, by the way, the same disease that uh, Robin Williams had. Uh, so, here's Ted Turner explaining what's going on. It's a um, mild case of what people have is Alzheimer's. It's, it's similar to that, but not nearly as bad. Alzheimer's is fatal. Thank goodness that I don't have that. But I also have got uh, what's... I can't remember the name of it. That's all right. Tell me what the... It's dementia. I can't remember what my, what my disease is. <laughs> I mean, it's just heartbreaking. And Ted Turner, for those of you who maybe recognize the name but aren't really familiar with his body of work, among other things, he's the founder of the of CNN, which was the first 24 hour cable news channel. Uh, Now, of course, we have many other options, but CNN was really groundbreaking. Oh, yeah. Um, And he's just known as being a media mogul. And he's also a philanthropist. And it just is hard to hear um, when somebody's sharing something like that about dementia, and he clearly is struggling even remembering what exactly um, the disease is. Yeah, it's no, heartbreaking. It's, it's not a story that anybody wants to have to tell, Mm-mm. much less the person involved. But. Right, right. So that was kind of big news over the weekend that we learned about and again aired on sun- CBS Sunday morning. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Okay. Uh, another big premiere this weekend, that of Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. Everybody was talking it's about true. it. It's true. And uh, Adam Driver was the host. Kanye West was the musical guest. Okay. 
Um, but I thought I would just highlight one of my favorite uh, sketches on the show where Adam Driver plays a dad who doesn't understand Fortnite. This, of course, reminds me of myself. I was going to say of every parent, of I'm all sure. the parents. Right? So here it is. Snake, we got on the squads. Blowboy, you got a mic? Yeah, what up? Let's get that victory royale. Hell yeah. All right, who else on the squad? Um, William McTavish, 1972. You there? Oh, yeah, yes. Hi there. Hi, this is William McTavish. <laughs> FYI, I never played this game before. Uh, my 11-year-old son, Miles, loves it, and I want to learn how to play so Fortnite can be a fun bonding activity we do together. Dope. Uh, well, it's pretty easy. You just run around and try to kill the other squads. There's like dances you can do and stuff, too. It's fun. Uh, okay, excellent. Uh, my, my son plays with his stepfather, Rick, and I'd like to be better than Rick as soon as possible. <laughs> cool. Here we go. Okay, which character am I controlling? Uh, you're the blonde guy. Okay, I got it. I'm the blonde man. Oh, he looks very outdoorsy. Yeah, I guess. All right, let's uh, loot up and go over to Tilted. And uh, Mr. McTavish, how often do you need help? I need help. <laughs> hey, wh- what am I doing? You're running at a wall. Hey, turn around, sir. Come, come over to us. So it goes on oh, like that, Lord. where he literally has no idea what he's doing, and he ends up dancing. Of course, they end up losing. But just watching it, I thought, my gosh, that is totally exactly my life. Like totally relatable. Yeah, exactly. Your kids are doing. Do your kids play Fortnite? No. No, Mm-mm. but no. they know about it. Like Everybody they, knows yeah. about it because of the dancing, I think. But, you know, outside of that, uh, it was a pretty successful, I think, uh, first season opener. What's the word? Season premiere yeah. uh, of Saturday Night Live. Um, I, there was so much that was on that they talked about on Saturday Night Live that was, you know, like political, obviously. Right. But, um, the one thing I will say, like, I, I was not like they did the, okay, let's just talk about the elephant in the room, shall we? Mm -hmm. So their cold open dealt with the Kavanaugh hearings, Mm -hmm. right? So all week, all of us paying attention, even though we're not talking about it in in detail, everybody's paying Mm -hmm. attention. And it was fun to sort of see them attack sort of like every aspect of the bleep show Mm -hmm. that that experience was last week. Because I don't care who you are. I don't care where you sit on the spectrum of politics. I don't even think you need to get to that to understand like something ain't right with what happened last week. It was a circus. It was completely a circus. And so, you know, of course you need somebody like Saturday Night Live. And the thing that they're really good at is commenting on, you know... Commenting on our behalf, you know, everybody, the coverage throughout the week, you had very specific people having very specific opinions, depending on their own particular interest, whether it was politics or the media, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But at least you've got, you know, this sort of impartial uh, laugh experience happening on Saturday Night Live, where, of course, the, the individual people on Saturday Night Live have opinions about things. But the way the show approached it, it was very much sort of like, this is one giant circus experience yeah and and just to also like you know take it one more level aside from the fact that as i said adam driver was the uh, host of saturday night live they wrote they brought in i i was gonna say roped in but they probably were happy to show up some other like big names oh, and tons, people yeah. that you were you were excited to matt see damon. matt damon was there rachel drash was there which she was kind Amy of awesome Klobuchar. she did yeah. 
So there were like there were a couple little uh, Easter eggs to be paying attention to. They did a bunch of really funny things around Pete Davidson's relationship with Ariana Grande. Um, that probably is going to be a thread throughout the season, no doubt, because that's another circus sideshow. Also, um, Kanye West saying uh, uncomfortable things. We'll be talking about that later. And his performances were bizarre. Yeah. So he was a giant Perrier bottle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, yeah. Strange times, you guys. Yeah. Strange times. Yeah. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Speaking of strange times, I was, I think, waiting to get my hairs cut this weekend, and I saw something pop up on my um, machine in my hand. What do they call those things? Your, your mobile my phone? My smartphone. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was real dumb. There was a lot of dumb on my smartphone. It involved Lindsay Lohan. I want you to hear a little bit of Lindsay Lohan and a Syrian refugee family. What? what? Just have a listen. Come in my car and I'll buy you a hotel room. I give you cash. Come, let's go. <laughs> Guys, you're going the wrong way. My car's here. Look what's happening. They're trafficking children. Inshallah. I won't leave until I take you. Now I know who you are. Don't with me. Hey kids, this is not Arab. You're ruining Arab culture by doing this. Inshallah. You're t- taking these children, they want to go. The whole world is seeing this right now. Shalom, hello. Is he your son from Pakistan? Don't <laughs> Pakistan. <laughs> okay, and that is the sound of Lindsay Lohan <laughs> getting punched. I'm like in shock right now. They were trying to run to me, and I'm just like so scared. Okay, so that was Lindsay Lohan punched in the face by a refugee family. It was like, get out of my face. So what? Unreal. I'm laughing because it's so absurd. First of all, did that sound like Lindsay Lohan? Sounded like Lee Lohan, which is her special accent, as you'll recall. Also, she's speaking in Arabic. Mm -hmm. I know. What? Anyway, so uh, allegedly this all went down um, in the video you can watch because she was live streaming part of this experience uh, on her Instagram. And uh, allegedly this took place in Moscow. So apparently she um, uh, she was live streaming from Moscow, Russia. And then she she comes across this Syrian refugee family. The family is homeless. They're literally sleeping outside and she starts to get them to come to her car. Like, she's like, come to my car. I give you money. And again, she's speaking to them in like an Arab-ish. Lee, it's like Lee her Lohan version accent. of, yeah, it's. And um, then and then they're like, I don't, what are you? I'm sure they're scared out of their mind. They're refugees. Yeah, because they're not like, from oh, that's. one of the hottest hot spots yeah. in all of the world currently. They're not like, oh, that's Lindsay Lohan from oh, Herbie yeah. and the Parent Trap and Mean Girls. Yeah. Remember her? Oh, I watched her reality show with Oprah. No. She did a great job. Yeah, They're like, no. I don't know who this is. Get away. Yes, Because she's trying to grab their children uh, with the promise of money and put them in her car. And when they refuse and start walking away from her, she's like, you're ruining Arab culture. And then the mother takes matters into her own hands 
and uh, punches Lindsay Lohan in the face. As I frankly would as well if Lindsay Lohan was trying to take my children away. I mean, anybody would do the same thing. And then it's she has the gall. Then she has the gall to scream out, "Oh, oh!" and complain about the fact that she was assaulted. This is so weird. I was like, I "What is literally going on in the world?" Lindsay Lohan is halfway around the world with a fake accent, trying to steal refugees. Something is not right here. I mean, can we talk about all the things that were also? I mean, there's a lot to unpack. First of all, <laughs> she's in where? Moscow, Russia. Moscow, Russia. Yeah. Speaking to Syrian refugees in Moscow, Russia. But what language is she Arabic? using? Well, uh, fake English. Yeah, it's or, like well, what? fake accent English. Right? Hello. Like, does she think they'll you understand are ruining her English? Arab cultures. Does she think they'll understand her English better if she? She, but but that's what she did when she was in Greece. Right. Remember, she had like her Greek accent. Girl ain't right in the head, and you know something. Something ain't right. What do you? I mean, what do you think? I don't know. I here's what I think. Lindsay Lohan is. I don't know. She's struggling. My next live spot is for a group called American American Refugee Refugee Committee, Committee. and I want you to know something. I'm glad they decided not to work with Lindsay. Yeah, no kidding. This is my thing with (laughs) Lindsay. I think. How do I even say this? Lindsay is struggling to figure out who she is in the world. And I think that there's this piece of her. Why am I trying to get inside Lindsay Lohan's head? But I'm going to go with me. I think in her mind, she is trying to understand the world as a global community. And in her mind, she understands something that nobody else understands. And she's going to be a teacher of that. But it's like a comedy of errors because she's an idiot about it yeah you know that's what i think we just saw happen yeah was what happens when a person who has been raised in some sort of odd bizarre privilege situation thinks that they yeah, understand just, something that the rest of us clearly don't understand i mean it's so ridiculous also, i just want to know what was she planning on doing I with the refugees know. like let me bring know. you in my car and do what with you i hope somebody interviews her about this well it sounds Oprah, like get on this please it sounds like her publicist is headed to paris to meet with Lindsay to find out what actually happened so wait now she's in paris well i'm sure she's gonna go from <laughs> moscow to paris see the world is her is her backyard yeah When we come back, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert. Now, I also want to make sure everybody knows at some point in the one o'clock hour, we are giving away a pair of tickets to Project Down and Dirty Comedy, which starts this week. Wednesday. It starts on Wednesday. It ends on Friday. Those tickets will be to the Friday performance. You want to listen during the one o'clock hour for the hot ticket sounder. And when we come back, all the dirt from Hollywood with Elizabeth Reese and a dirt alert on my talk 107.1. Junk.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought all the dirt from Hollywood. Happy Monday. Cardi B is causing some troubles, Colleen and Bradley. Again. She turned herself into authorities today after a recent fight at a strip club in Queens. She was arrested and charged with assault and reckless endangerment. So here's what a PIO at the NYPD says. Um, There was an incident that happened at Angel's Strip Club at 3 a.m. on August 29th. Two women, ages 21 and 23, were attacked with chairs, bottles, and other items. Now, we've heard about this. Mm -hmm. We knew that this happened. TMZ was reporting about it, um, saying that Cardi B was accused of ordering an attack on two bartenders because she believed that one of them slept with her husband. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's what you do (sighs) when you find out somebody slept with your man. You order a hit on them. You go on to the dark Mm -hmm. web. Mm-hmm. And you order that someone is hit. Boy, the dark web. I was oh, learning about that. Did she that. go on a dark web? No, I don't know. Oh, but that's what you that would do. That very nefarious. If you, the dark web is a crazy, fascinating, terrifying like thing. I don't need to know. It's a real thing. And you can order that someone is murdered on <gasps> the dark web. No. And no one will be able to track you. It's frightening. Really okay, is. why are you bringing this to us today? Because it's, it's dark, Monday, it's raining, it's raining, and I don't know what to do dreary, for you. And now I have to worry about getting a hit put out on me. <laughs> Cardi You're B. fine is um, due in court on October 29th. This is the second time that she has made headlines for fighting because she had that scuffle with Nicki Minaj at um, that Harper's Bazaar Icons Mm -hmm. party on September 7th. And she just had a baby. I don't know what's going on here. I mean, I think... It's not very mature. It's What's difficult about it is like, like... For me, when I hear these stories, what's frustrating about it is like, Cardi B, girl, you've had a year. I know. Like a great... In her career... She's had a great year. And then she had a baby. Yeah. And I just want to, like, if I want, if I could sit her down, I would just say to her, Cardi, listen, you can stay successful. Don't, don't get distracted with the side stuff. It's Who not has necessary. time for this when you have a two month old? I mean, well, I just don't this, understand it. What's interesting is, like, when Nicki Minaj seems like the plausible one in the room, you have to ask yourself, hmm, because Nicki was like, this girl, something ain't right with her. You better be careful. And she, She's like sort of blown up really fast mm-hmm. in a way that maybe her, you yeah. know, personality hasn't had a chance to catch Adjust up. To, so, yeah. you know, this is anybody that you put a lot of time and effort and investment in without sort of giving them the time to grow along with the process. Mm-hmm. Not that that industry is necessarily full of the most mature of individuals. I just think it's also interesting that like you have this tiny baby and you're hanging out at a strip club. Also, who has time for that? What's going on there? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that mama doesn't deserve a We girl's are like night. the biggest group of prudes. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just a strange, I'm just going to go on the record. I don't care if you email me and call me a judger, whatever. <laughs> I'm just going to go on the record and say 
that when you have like a two month old that like starting bar fights in a strip club or being in any way, even if you didn't start it, if you're part of a bar fight at a strip club, when you have a two month old, you need to take a look at your priorities and start like figuring things out, man or woman. Mm -hmm. I do not care who you are. If you have that tiny of a baby and you're involved in a bar fight at a strip club, you got to take a look at things. Yeah. And that that's a wake up call is the more, you know, Mm -hmm. If you want more judgment from me, I'll be here every day at 1220. <laughs> we appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is kind of interesting. Um, Netflix is going to let viewers determine the endings of some shows, according to a report, that they want to roll out interactive features on shows, including Black Mirror. I haven't seen this show. That will enable viewers to choose their own endings. <gasps> it's like the next iteration of the Choose Your Own Adventure oh, books that I've, I loved in my childhood. I've always wanted this. So it's being reported. This isn't confirmed by Netflix, but Deadline is reporting on this, and they're saying that projects will be released before the end of the year that follow the model of some kids shows already on Netflix, such as Puss in Boots, that follows the pattern of video games and that Netflix has video game based shows in the works, including a take on Minecraft due by the end of 2018. And it's all about this sort of interactive next level experience with your television. That is cool. Listen, I when I was young and I can't figure out why these aren't still popular. The choose your own adventure books oh, were yeah. the best because are you, they don't doesn't your didn't we do this? Yes, he has one. Oh, okay, they're not. It's not like there are. You know how things are popular, right? Yeah. So like yeah. like there was a time when Magic Treehouse was the popular thing, and then there was like Diary of a Wimpy Kid. There isn't a popularity around choose your own adventure where all the kids are reading it like they did when we were young. Yeah, and there was something about that that was made me excited to read as a child because. You had power in it. And it was literally, for those who maybe don't know what it is, you would be reading and then it would say, basically give you two choices. If you want to do this, mm-hmm. go to this page. If you want to do that, go to that page. Yeah. And then you'd read through the book. You'd chosen the whole thing. And then you could start it, it all again. over again. Yeah, and then you went back the and you read it, it so again cool. to see if it. you made the right choice or like what was what the What happened choice. if you made like a different doing those choice? flip things, like, mm-hmm. you know, pick a color, red, R, E, D. Oh, I love those. Yes. What happens, though, is that it's not surprising that these kind of things are coming back because it's people that are like our age that are getting into this the decision making. Yep. It's like while I was at Costco yesterday and saw a giant set of My Little Ponies and it was six My Little Ponies. And I was like, I'm buying that for Bernie for Christmas. Oh. Because if I when yeah. I was a kid, if I would have gotten six My Little Ponies in a set, I would have died and gone to heaven. And My Little Pony is huge. The kids love See? My Little Pony. See, and if she's not into mm-hmm. it, I'll be into exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> and you should be because it's good. All right. When we come back, we need a player to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651 30 seconds, five questions. Get them all right. You'll win a we're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. You get all five of those questions, right? You will win a prize. We call it our 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. We've got Jen on the line. And Bradley, what is Jen playing for today? Jen. Jen Boban is playing for Run of Engagement Movie Passes for two to see Colette starring Kira Knightley and Dominic West at participating AMC theaters. Jen, are you Yay. ready to play the quiz? 
Okay, I'm ready. All right, here we go. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Who is Gwyneth Paltrow's first husband? Oh, Chris. Um, pass. Who plays Iron Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Robert Downey Jr. The cartoon characters Tom and Jerry are what kind of animals? Cat and mouse. Who stars in the show The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Will Smith. What is the name of E.T.'s human friend? Pass. Who is Gwyneth Paltrow's first husband? Five seconds I left. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm so done. Jenna's <laughs> <laughs> just like, I'm oh, tapping out. Jen, I'm sorry. We, for some reason, uh, we're not able to provide you with the tension of sound effects, but you did not make it in the time allowed. We are sorry, Jen. Uh, wow, she just went away. Yeah, a little she ghost disappeared again. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. got a ghost in the machine. We are going to have to deal with that situation. Oh, uh, but thank you to Jen for playing, and uh, we play that every day at twelve thirty on the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's the thirty second pop culture challenge. And now that we're done with that, we like to move on to solve some mysteries, and we do Shall that. Shall we answer the questions? Oh yes, thank you. Who is Gwyneth Paltrow's first husband? Chris Martin. And what is the name of E.T.'s human friend? Elliot. Elliot. And now we can solve some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded oh, by fun. the Yay. Item. Oh, fun. Yay. At least that one worked. All Yay. right. Yay. All right. Time to uh, dish up some delicious gossip. Let's start with a confirmed blind item from mm, CrazyDaysNights.net, meaning a name has been afif- officially published as the identity of this blind item. So we have to think about a former almost a minus list, mostly movie actress. Okay. A former almost a minus list, mostly movie actress, the subject of this blind item. By the way, this blind item was originally from the 28th of September. Okay. This former almost A minus list, mostly movie actress, has a new reality show coming out. In it, she pretends she has a boyfriend her age or a little older. The club owner. Nope. She didn't want the cameras to show off the 70 year old guy uh. who is the owner's father, who she really is oh, in bed with God. every night. Does is this she? Lindsay Lohan. Oh, man, I was going to do the thing with the thing anyway. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Is it Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, my dings aren't working. Ding! Yes. Let me fill in the blank for you. Lindsay Lohan has a new reality show coming out, and in it she pretends she has a boyfriend her age or a little more. The club owner. Nope. Lindsay didn't want the cameras to show off the 70-year-old guy who's the owner's father and who Lindsay Lohan really is in bed with every night. That's nasty. nasty. Presumably he's a Russian oligarch, because why else is she in Moscow, Russia? Ding! Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, how weird to be pretending that the son of your actual boyfriend is your actual boyfriend. Do you see what I mean? Yes. In front of cameras. Yeah. To be doing that and then going to real life, which is that. Well, something tells me that uh, money speaks oh. in this situation. Oh. Money I talks. think that is an understatement. <laughs> All right. All right. Moving, Moving on. on. Our next blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with a foreign-born, A-minus-less, mostly television actress. A foreign-born, A-minus-less, mostly television actress, the subject of this blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. The PR team of this foreign-born, A-minus-less, mostly television actress continues to work the tabloids like a glove. Calculated leaks to make it look like her wedding is still going on, but no actual details or quotes, please. 
If something like this was really happening, they would be breathless to give out details. Hmm. Is that um, Priyanka Chopra? Is that a yes. ding? That is, that is <laughs> a, a ding. ding. You know what? My dings and some of my sounds are missing, so maybe this one will work? Okay. There you right. go. Yeah, okay. Nice. Yeah, that worked. Okay. That was a nice that, ding. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that one works. That all right. fell in the blank for okay. you. Uh, the PR team of Priyanka Chopra continues to work the tabloids like a glove. Calculated leaks to look like uh, Priyanka's wedding is still happening, but no actual details or quotes, please. If something like this was really happening, Priyanka's PR team would be breathless to give out details. Um. Yeah, they're playing us so hardcore with that story. Mm-hmm. More on that later. Shall we go? Yes. To another blind item? Mm-hmm. This next blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with a former A-plus list singer turned reality judge. A former A-plus list singer turned reality judge, the subject of this blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. This former A-plus list singer turned reality judge reduced to not selling out her tiny casino tour is making fans angry by increasing merch prices at each stop to try to make up for the lack of ticket sales. Ugh. Hmm. It, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say uh, Christina. Oh, is that oh, a yes? Is yes. that a yes? Yes. yes. What, what oh. wonders, one wonders what the, the what, let's, buzz can we Hold on a second. Let's, uh, let's just twoosh. act that out, okay? Oh, yes, uh, is it here. Celine Dion? No, that no, was a yes. I want you to give me the no. We want to hear the no buzz. Yeah, so I'm fart. acting it out. Is it Celine Dion? Oh, that does sound like a no. Yeah, that's see? true. No. Okay, so back to our yes. No. It's Christina Aguilera. Yes, it's Christina Aguilera. And here's your blind guiding skills. Thank you. We're 12. Yeah. Uh, Christina Aguilera is not selling out her tiny casino tour and is making fans angry by increasing merch prices at each stop to try to make up for the lack of ticket sales. Now, I will say Christina Aguilera's tour is about half casino, half theater. So she is playing some casinos and some. Theaters. Theaters. So you're saying really that it's a combination of casinos and theaters. And that the ratio is mostly even. casinos, it's, except but a lot of Except also for when it's theaters. theaters. I'm going to confirm that and give you a yes. <laughs> But here's the headline from Newsweek two days ago. Christina Aguilera slammed for allegedly overcharging charging for plus size merchandise. Okay, well. I'm not trying to condone her behavior, but I do want you to know, because I know this, uh, having been in charge of merchandise for a a fundraising event, um, that when you order merchandise, there's an upcharge for for extended sizes. But I would say you need to be able to make up for that with your bottom line. So you don't put the upcharge in what you sell to the people you make up for it and you know, in the margins yeah. I'm using words that I don't actually know what they, I was how, like, what wow, they mean. Suddenly I'm on shark tank. Trust mm-hmm. me. I, I deal a lot in profit margins Do these you? days. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Look at you. Mm-hmm. So entrepreneurial. Uh, no. Yeah. Thank no? you. 
I'm not. I'm not entrepreneurially. I don't know what I'm doing. I just fake it. Do we have any other blind items or is that, are we, are we full up on blind items? Well, we are full up on blind items unless I can uh, pull one out real quick. Uh, you know um, what? I'm going to. Why don't, uh, I, why don't we, because I think we could use a little bit of the time to set up what Holly has also been working on, yes. which is kind of amazing. So, um, usually during, you know, this segment, we're talking about blind items, which are kind of, you know, a little bit conspiracy theories. They kind of inform some of our thoughts on Hollywood. Well, Holly has uh, stumbled upon her very own conspiracy theory that Kanye West is trolling us. And uh, she has some evidence that she says is going to prove this to us that she will share with us in the next segment. I also want to remind everybody as we get ready for Project Down and Dirty comedy that we will be giving away only one pair of tickets during this show This is the only pair of tickets we are giving away at all in advance of Project Down and Dirty Comedy. And that will happen in the one o'clock hour. So be sure you're listening for the hot ticket sounder in the one o'clock hour to win those tickets to Project Down and Dirty Comedy, which kicks off on Wednesday. And when we come back, Holly is going to take us down her conspiracy theory road. Kanye West is trolling us and she has all the evidence to prove it on My Talk 107.1. Hi, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, hey. streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Make sure you're listening during the one o'clock hour for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Project Down and Dirty Comedy on Friday at Mystic Lake Casino. We will be reporting for our uh, comedic duty on Tuesday evening. And Emphasis you will start, on the duty. Exactly. And you'll start hearing the products of that on uh, Wednesday of this week, Wednesday through Friday, culminating in a great big show. And you can win tickets to that in the one o'clock hour today. Now, in the meantime, in between time, Holly Roberts uh, has is leading us all down uh, a little conspiracy theory row. She uh, thinks that... Kanye West is trolling us. So this all happened. Um, I was sitting uh, there just drinking my coffee this morning, minding my own business. And Holly Roberts sits down on the couch and goes, I have it all figured out. Like life? Yeah. Kanye West is trolling us all. And I was like, oh, okay. I need to hear more about this. Hold on to it. Tell us on the show. Okay. I will. I sat on it like potsy and now it's ready to be released. You can hatch it. Yeah. So Kanye West, top of mind this weekend because he was a musical guest on Saturday Night Live. Mm -hmm. He dressed up like a Perrier bottle and danced around on stage. You know, he wore some uh, clothing that caused some controversy and then he went on Twitter over the weekend too. Oh God, he's a hot mess. He's a hot mess. Mm -hmm. But I think you guys, he totally is trolling us and understands that he gets a reaction out of us. By trolling us with his performances. By saying uncomfortable things. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, because he's a provocateur. Now, the reason I know this is because I found a photograph of Kanye West on Instagram over the weekend in a deep dive. The deep dive all started when I watched the Quincy Jones documentary on Netflix. Mm, Interesting. Yes, which is fabulous and wonderful. So then I went to Instagram and I went on Quincy Jones's Instagram. He's very active on social Mm -hmm. media. Quite uh, fantastic for an octogenarian. He's celebrating his 85th birthday. So I'm clicking through photographs and just looking at people and you go down the rabbit hole as you do. Right. So then I click on this photograph of his son standing with a woman. The woman's name is Felicia Horowitz. I'm like, okay, I don't know who this person is, but 
because she has a lot of followers. Well, she works in the realm of uh, social justice and she has her own foundation in her own name. So I click on it. Then I'm clicking through her photos and then I'm come across this uh, these photographs from this wedding of these people named Sue J. And Elaney, mm-hmm. they got married. Jane Elaney. God, where am I right okay, now? Okay, I on. know. I, yeah. So Go we're on. now... We're with you, we're with you. I, we're with you. I just want to remind everybody where we're going yep. is to, to a place where Kanye West is trolling all of us, and we are currently now like three people removed from Kanye. That is correct. Okay. So come with me to earlier this month in September. Okay. We're going to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That's where a wedding is happening between Sujay Joshua and... And this woman named Elaney. Sue J used to be uh, uh, the chief financial officer officer of Dropbox, you know? Oh, Dropbox, sure. right. So he's a biggie in Silicon Valley. Okay. So I'm looking through these people's wedding because it's Saturday night and I have no life. And then I come across this picture of two guys and who's in the middle? Kanye West. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just standing there in a nice suit, smiling at the camera. Just hanging out, being a normal guy. Okay. This photograph tells me that he's hanging out with bigwigs in Silicon Valley, like Jeffrey Katzenberg, who used to be the head of DreamWorks, who used to be the head of Disney. All these richy rich Silicon Valley people hobnobbing together at this wedding. And what this tells me is Kanye West turns it on for his public persona mm-hmm. and in his real life, mm-hmm. buried beneath the social media clatter, huh. is just Kanye West, guy at a wedding smiling, hanging out, just being With Kanye. people who probably aren't as... <clears throat> because he's trying to paint himself this very particular political image right Correct. now. Correct. Which per- perhaps has to do with his own political aspirations, whatever those may or may not be. And what you're saying is that, meanwhile, he's actually hobnobbing with people that, you know... Are in positions of power. Yeah. And, and to and, take and, it a step further, you know, typically when he, when we all pay attention to him, it's when he's having a hair on fire moment right. and he's surrounding himself with other people who like to set their hair on fire. Yeah. The Kardashians, etc. But here he is at a wedding that we didn't even hear about. Yep. Looking like a normal person. Just hanging not out. Not having his hair on fire. Yeah. His not hair. in a Perrier bottle. No, not he's in a Perrier. Just wearing a. Talks. Yeah, he's just wearing a nice suit, smiling. No uh, idea where Kim Kardashian is. There's no sense that she's even around. I just, I have a hard, such a hard time being in a room with him because, regardless of the truth of the matter, right? Because what do we know? Uh, nothing is real and everyone smokes. Right, Holly? So at the yep. end of the day, that's true. Right. So your point is that the persona we see of Kanye on the internet's not real and he's probably smoking. Yeah. We speak. Yeah. Exactly. But the problem that I have with that is that I still don't want to be in a room with him because how could you not just call him out for all of the craziness, even if it's completely manufactured oh, craziness? Do you know what I mean? One hundred percent. And and it's interesting because you know he's in the room with these very rich power players, and they probably all sense that you know this is just something that he does. This is just part of his public persona to get attention. This is part of his brand, and but, all these people understand that. But to your point, Bradley, understanding that his brand is uh, hair on fire hair on fire you would want to call him out and be like hey you know you're actually causing uh, not good things with your with your persona and not only that but if i am that person who is uh an affluent mover shaker um somebody who makes stuff happen um 
and I have a, a reputation of my own, mm-hmm. I don't want pictures of me with Kanye West making their way out, right? I don't right. want to be associated with the hair on well, fire. He's just, yeah. Because exactly. because he's not and and that's that's the part that that's the part where my brain starts to bend in crazy ways with Hollywood is that um is is that part of the game, right? Where it's like you know, you may know the actual person, right? And you may like the actual person, but their public persona and and what their the the sort of PR version of them is or the the publicized version of them is that is not going to look good on you. Also, so then how do you play that? Yes. Also, and the opposite is true. Because there are a lot of people whose personas were like, oh, we just love that oh, person. Right. That's yeah. why it's it's easy to point out when it's Kanye West, right? But it's, um, you know, it's another thing when it's somebody you like, you like their public persona. Mm-hmm. But, on the, you know, in reality, and again... Nothing is real and, and everybody smokes. smokes. They could be a complete D-bag, mean to the people around them, mm-hmm. rude, an otherwise jerk. Yeah. And you don't know that that's the truth. Like for every Kanye West, there's a Jennifer Lawrence or, and I don't know that that's Jennifer Lawrence. I like, that's the thing I smell. Mm-hmm. The thing that I will say, sometimes I feel like unfairly gets attributed to Kanye West. Like he is not alone in this behavior. Not no, at all. Not in at fact, all. I no. think he's very like people. People do this thing where they're like, I, I have not made an independent study of Kanye West's work. So I am not informed. Mm-hmm. I will readily admit that. But what I perceive is often the case is that Kanye West takes something that somebody else has done, makes it his own and thinks he's a genius for it. Mm-hmm. And whether that's like saying some really inappropriate, I would say, things about slavery, for example, uh, or other stuff, Mm -hmm. etc. I don't think those are his genuine controversial ideas. I think Kanye West is just lazy, but he's not alone in being lazy. He's maybe the most... um, the reason we give him a lot of attention, I think, is very complicated. So I don't think that Kanye West is solely the like hot mess of all hot messes no. that many would like to make him out to be. He's just our present day hot mess yeah. that we're focusing our energies on. Other people have played that game before. Yeah. Other people have, have done this to you know moderate success. I guess for me, what I want to understand out of Kanye West is how does this all sort of... How do you, what do you see the future of Kanye? It's not going to be, it's not going to end well. And it's it's not going to end well for us. I don't know how it will end for Kanye because very likely he will just end up having all sorts of money and uh, influence. But I don't think the rest of us are like, we're just going to have to deal with it for a while is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So. All right. Well, I think we've dealt with enough for now. Really. You know what? Let's just sort of shake it off. We've got a question for you. What's the purchase that usually causes a domestic disturbance for you <laughs> yeah, and let's, let's your significant yeah. other? No, but there's, you know, we all have them. What's yeah. the thing let's that causes issues in your marriage or your relationship? After this-